ಅಂಕಾಲಂ ನಿಜ ಬೀಜ ಸಂತಿತಿರಯಸ್ಕಂತೋಪಲಂ ಸೂಚಿಕ ಸಾಧ್ವೀ ನೈಜ ವಿಭುಂ ಲತಾಕ್ಷಿತಿರುಹಂ ಸಿಂಧು ಸರಿದ್ ವಲ್ಲಭಂ ಪ್ರಾಪ್ನೋತೀಹ ಯಥತ ಪಶುಪತೆ ಪಾದವಿಂದ್ವಯಂ ಚೇತೋ ವೃತ್ತಿರುಪೇತ್ಯಕ್ಷ್ಟಿ ಸದಾ ಸಭಕ್ತಿ ರಿತ್ಯುಚ್ಯತೆ ಈಸ್ ಅಲ್ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ಡಿಫೈನಿಂಗ್ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಭಕ್ತಿ ಸೇಸ್ ಇಫ್ ದ ಮೈಂಡ್ reaches the lotus feet of the lord and stays there permanently then it is bhakti stays there permanently and he gives uh, five examples there is a tree called ankolam and uh, that in tamil i know the name i don't know the botanical name it's called eralinja in tamil and it is even today there in madurai when the seed drops from the fruit the seed is automatically attracted towards the main trunk of the tree it jumps and comes near the main trunk of the tree that's one example the next example is a small piece of iron how it is attracted towards the magnet the third example is a patibruta lady when the husband is gone on a trip she thinks only about her husband this is the these three are the examples for dwaita there are two in all the next one is visishta dvaitam where it is latakshitirukam a creeper just holds on to the tree nearby and it is entertained with the tree in such a way that if they want to cut down the creeper they have to cut down the tree so much it is intertwined the last one is sindhusaridvallabham sindhusaridvallabham means how a river reaches the sea and it cannot be separated so the last one is advaitam the previous first tree is dvaitam the second one is vishishta dvaitam that's what they say in the order of importance and whichever way you take the most important thing is the mind should reach the lord and it should stay there like the mind just being quiet and being with the silence and that is devotion so it is not though this is uh, what is that this is agaita vedanta nothing to do with devotion don't think like that this being with silence itself is devotion because we are considering that silence as the lord lord of everything so in that case that's why shmayre that's the best advice just be that beingness and if you are addicted to that beingness nothing like that okay thank you thank you nilakantan beautifully explained whether you come from <clears throat> gyan marga path of knowledge or you go from bhakti or devotion eventually you will get into this vishishta dvaita dvaita to vishishta doesn't matter even if you see just for let's say we are all sitting here doing this satsang and let's sit in our silence right now we all can be just a witness to whatever is happening around us feeling 
thoughts, sensations, whatever we see from our eyes. And this one who is watching, can he stay uninvolved in this watching? Can he just watch without commenting, without judging, without interacting with thoughts or emotions or sensations? Acknowledging, accepting, but not engaging. What have we noticed in silence? Whatever is happening in the mind is not happening to us. It is happening in the mind. Or any sensations happening in the body. Or things happening in the world. So who are we? We are that who is witness to everything. Can we stay as a witness always? Let the body do what it wants to do. Let things happen in this awareness. This path of Bhagwan Ramana Maharishi of direct inquiry or self-inquiry or self-attention. It is seed as well as it is fruit. You abide as awareness. That's all. What else? Your start and finish is the same point. Where the path starts, it ends there only. There is nothing else. In this way, in witnessing, you stay always in this moment. Mind cannot pull you into what has happened in the past or which, what will happen in the future. Definitely you can plan something for future. But this awareness is so intense that all planning is happening in this moment. So even that planning in for future is not taking you away from this moment. And that is bliss. If you can be pulled into something 
into past or future to an extent that you don't remember what is happening right now. Then you are into grip of mind. You must have noticed sometimes you are talking to someone who is very intensely involved in their talks with emotions and things and they are snacking on something and keep eating and the whole box is finished. (laughs) They don't even know that they are eating. What is that? That is living in ignorance, living in illusion, completely swept away by the mind. So your feet are not here. You have missed the moment, this blissful moment, this right moment. Mind has dragged you and pulled you. That conscious awareness, which is always in this moment, which is always having rasa, that swad, that taste, that divine taste of this moment, has been drifted away into thought world, in clouds. It looks like nothing has happened, like it's not a big deal, but it's a really big deal. Understand this. Here there is nothing big or small abiding in pure awareness. Everything is equally important. I heard this story about a Buddhist monk who came to the monastery and they said that after dinner they will have meditation and this is very important meditation. But two people have to volunteer to wash the dishes and he raised his hand And the senior monk said, are you sure you can wash dishes? He said, yes, yes, definitely. I used to wash dishes at my home, I can. And when he was washing dishes, his whole attention was what others are doing in the meditation hall. He kept looking there. And the senior monk came, he said, I knew that you can't wash dishes. If you're washing dishes, you should only be washing dishes. Because after washing dishes, when you come to meditation, then you will not be at meditation. Then you will be in some other world. Paying attention to awareness is actually staying in awareness. Here the seed and the fruit is the same. This practice is what we are. And when it becomes natural, the practice drops. 
That's all. It is very simple, very humble. Practice because of our old habit, staying in the mind and thoughts. Some people think that daydreaming with good thoughts is good. It's equally bad. You're losing this moment, this precious moment, where you have been given this human body, where you can be in this moment, in this awareness. Rather than trapped in the mind, which takes you away from this moment. Path of self-inquiry. As Bhagwan's put it so nicely that any thought comes, bring it to I thought. To whom it comes, when it says I, then ask who am I? Or look into this I, and that I goes into this silence. You are back to the source. Keep doing till only silence is left. Some people might think, how can we work if whole day we have to bring every thought to this? But this is the beauty. If you are a busy person, engaged in things, whatever little time you have, you can bring this to. And when you are interacting with people, it will percolate in your each and every action with everyone. Every person will be equally important. Every task will be equally important. And that will keep you in that moment rather than talking to a person and thinking about a third person or something else. So you should practice this in your solitude. And we have plenty of time when we are not interacting with anyone else except our own mind our own thoughts. Interacting with others is not a problem. Interacting with our thoughts is a problem. Understand this. Even when you are interacting with others, you are listening only half of the conversation. Mostly you are thinking about something else. Or as the person enters into your room or you catch up with a stranger, you start judging by clothes, by accent, by the way you think he looks familiar to a person who was very annoying or something like that. You make an image of everything. You don't accept things from your heart. You accept from your mind. We give so much of importance to the mind, this conditioned mind, full of concepts and beliefs. Because that is what we have learned in our education, in our upbringing, in our family, and that's what everyone around us is doing. 
but if you start living a life in this true self which has a body a mind but he does not have any ownership of it he uses it that's all like a guest in a house we all are abusing our mind using it so much unnecessarily because of excessive use of the mind we have lost peace we have lost wisdom we have lost love and we have acquired fear greed jealousy anger frustration anxiety stress this world is not giving any anxiety or stress it is our thoughts about things about our beliefs if we start living as awareness and see things as they are we are always in bliss and where is duality in it it is always non duality remember duality is a concept of the mind differentiation it is splits things into many non duality is pure god pure love shiva advait when you are living as awareness this is oneness this is living in that divine god within us the moment you start accepting to live as pure awareness you have touched god within you you have given up idea of duality as that small self that ego self the doer self who tries to raise his ugly head and thinks he is doing things and he will plan he knows best he is very smart and sometimes opposite that i couldn't do it lack of self esteem guilt shame failure it's all nonsense that pure awareness absolute is taking care of everything everything what your mind projects it is taken care by that absolute you don't have to worry let the body do things in this pure awareness allow that intuitive awareness to take all decisions for you don't bring your mind into everything analyzing criticizing liking disliking just relax
Abiding in pure self is a state of effortlessness, complete relaxation, unpretentious, as it is, no adambar, no hypocrisy here. Whatever it is, it is. No fake masks of personality. Not having different faces for different people. Staying in that naked awareness. Enjoying the bliss of life. Life is nothing but a celebration. Celebration of each moment, each thing. When we are in mind, we don't respect this moment. We don't respect what life has given us. And we are chasing fake dreams all the time. Not counting on our blessings, no feeling of gratitude, no thankfulness and is staying in a sorry state. Living in ego is a path of resistance, path of ungodliness, path of suffering. Abiding in awareness is living with God. You and God becomes one. If you are hesitant to call it God, you can call it self, pure self, real self. Real self Real self is the one who has no ownership of the body, who has no ownership of the mind. So he is always free. Real self does not feel insulted when somebody insults the body. Real self is always in bliss. Real self is always happy. But that happiness could look seriousness, it doesn't matter. It's more of contentment, satisfaction. This is the spot in us. Or this is that divine place in us, in once, in which once you settle, you get the same experience of Buddhahood. What Buddha had more than two thousand years back.
or what all those millions of Buddhas had or are having. That seat is always vacant for us to sit, to abide. Or this union where you can go and you can just merge. It is readily available to every human being. This illusion of busyness is the only reason why you can't find it. Illusion of so many responsibilities, illusion that you are so busy, you have so many important works to do before you can do this. This is last in your list of importance or maybe not even in list of importance. So that is the reason it is not happening. But if this is your only motive or goal, you will be in bliss, unalloyed joy, this peace, this love, which is you only. But you have to sit there to experience it. It is the best place in your system. Like in a house there can be so many rooms. But a place where good ventilation, cool air, comfortable position, where you feel really comfortable. How you reach this place in your heart? By stumbling, by efforts, by grace, by longing. And for some it might happen just like flash of a second. For some it might take years. Because this place is in all of us, it will happen. It has to happen if you are looking for it. It will happen quickly in people who have longing for this peace. It will happen quickly in people who are not very happy with the worldly life. Because nothing from the external world is pulling them out. And they have intense longing to be there. And that is the reason sages say that suffering is bliss. Because suffering brings you to this place. But your inquisitiveness, your longing can do the same. Kripa, grace of that divine 
sitting in your heart can pull you there there are thousands of path to reach there but the best is to just reach there and stay there and whatever external forces are trying to pull you out just watch what are these external forces none other than your own mind your interest your desires otherwise nobody can pull you out from there as a matter of fact wherever you live whatever your circumstances are that absolute has made it in a way that from there this is the shortest path to reach in your heart all whatever suffering or joy or whatever is happening is most conducive for you to be there believe this have firm faith in absolute always he is on your side <clears throat> only you are not on your side only your mind is not on your side rest whole cosmos god creation is on your side to bring you back there is only one unruly person who is not on your side that is your mind ignore it don't be slave of your mind you stay here and mind will follow you give away your ownership to the mind don't worry about mind what practice do you need for it only two one is your longing for it and abiding here and second ignore your mind then you're always in this moment you're always in present moment so much so that you have no concept about past or future whatever happening in this moment is so precious so beautiful so good let's say you subtract mind from your your awareness what is wrong right now you are this pure awareness 
pure silence, enjoying each and every moment. Air touching your skin, your body touching the mattress, eyes visualizing whatever in front, how peaceful this world is. There is no noise. Don't look for next moment. When next moment will come, it will come as present moment only. If this moment is bliss, next moment will certainly be bliss. This is eternal bliss. It never fades away. It never goes away. It is not dependent on external plans of your mind. It is completely independent of any external factors. What meditation you need to do to be here, except recognizing it, except interested in it. Stop using your mind and open your heart and look within. Everything is there. You have read enough books, enough maps and directories and methods. Now just look within. As Neela Kantanji was saying, Summa Yeru, keep quiet. Go within without making any noise. So silently creep in.
and silently sit in your heart. Sit long enough so your ego get dissolved completely in this pure scene. Feel the fragrance of love. Love of that God. Love of that unity. Bide in your pure self. Allow everything to dissolve in this pure seeing. Allow everything to dissolve in it. So at the end of it, you cannot call anything as mine. Lose your identity completely into it. Leave no trace of your own self your ego self. Allow it to dissolve. Don't hold on to anything. Keep your hands open. Loosen your grip. Merge completely into Shiva. To become Shiva. Allow this person to become Buddha 
allow this bud to completely unfold and become a full blossom flower. So you can spread fragrance all around. Follow the path of least resistance. Be like the leaf in the wind, wherever it takes you. Have faith, have courage. Get completely lost in this divine love. Stay in this state where you are happy like a mad person without any reason. But it is a big reason. You are back home. You are eternal abode. You have discovered your real self. Don't make out any concepts out of it. Feel it. Go deeper and deeper in your seeing. Like a free fall into infinity. Dissolve yourself completely so you don't know where you start and where you end.
You are this nameless, formless awareness. While seated in your heart, abiding as pure awareness, living in this moment, don't look for next moment. Every moment will come as this moment only.
ओम शांत शांत शांति